Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. They say... I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that never finds human feet at the beach. There's enough in our robot's closet. This is Hysteria 51. In my defense, I was left unsupervised. <laughs> Shame on me, I get it. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, I'm your host and lead foot fetishist. Nah, that seems wrong. But I'm your host this week, and John is lost once again somewhere in the Plaguelands. But you guys are in for a treat one more time. I'm not alone. You are never alone. I'm here. Kyle is here. Sup. And so are all your demons, so yeah. I have so many questions, but moving on because I'm not ready to deal with that right now. What I am getting at is we have another returning guest. This is another twofer. Welcome back, Mr. Kevin Christman. His name is... Wow. You know, I only came back for the second week because I wanted to hear the bumper again. <laughs> I it's, love that bumper. It's, it's very bumping. Yeah, it's, it bumps. It's uh, it's the reason. Um, it's it's my greatest achievement. You know, all your li- illegitimate children or no. this bumper. I, I'd say bumper. Yeah, I, I'm I with mean, you. Is that that's kind of a no brainer, isn't it? I would say so. Kevin, what the hell have you been doing uh, uh, since last well, last week? Well, I keep knocking on the door here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stepping over know, Ke- Peck as he's laying outside on the... Yeah, well... Yeah, that always gets awkward. I, I sometimes just kick him. <laughs> That's just my sadistic streak, you know. Uh, uh, what have I been doing since last week? Uh, I've been staying away from your fucking robots. Yeah. And uh, eating club crackers, I see yeah, club love a good club cracker uh, that has all the vitamins that you need in order to get through the day. That's Kellogg's club crackers. Eh. Eh. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Kellogg's. How yeah. about that? Yeah, you learned yeah. something new. That, they, they taste good. You know, I've just been hanging around waiting to record again, man. That's how I spend most of my life. Yeah, just waiting. Poor producer, waiting. Lisa. You know, we're talking about feet this week, and, I, and before we started off, before, poor producer Lee. If you want to see some feet, speaking of, she's have. About 400 pairs of shoes. She has a walk-in shoe closet. Are you serious? I'm being serious. She has roughly 400 pairs of shoes. Have we seen where she got all these So she always says, that's counting sandals. 
Like somehow that doesn't count. She always, when I tell people that, she throws that in because those 13 pairs of sandals she has. Those 13. Yeah. Really <laughs> trim down on that. The, the, oh my God of that, that How statement. often, I mean, are there shoes that she's not worn at all? There are shoes that she's not worn and then bought a second pair of to not wear uh-huh. that are sitting next to it. She's, a, if you look over in the booth, she's just frantically like yeah. agreeing and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, I wouldn't even call it shame on her face, but just acceptance. I mean, look, I have a room dedicated to Green Lantern. Yes, you do. I have an arcade in my basement and yes, a full bar. Um, I can't really be upset when she has 400 pairs of shoes, nor can she be upset when I buy the latest statue of Green Lantern, which yeah. she actually usually buys me, so I can't really. Are you still uh, collecting, huh? Oh, still. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a life thing. I Mine's books, I guess, but. Um, well, I have a lot of those too. Yes, you do. You do I just you have at them. you have a lot of books. I've so we've unfortunately ran out. And if you go in here, uh, we're uh, we're not in regular studio. We're at my house right now. Yep. Uh, we have boxes and boxes up in the attic up here. Of books. Her, oh my god! So her grandmother just sold her house, and she had a very extensive older book collection okay. a lot of first editions and what i loved is she had a lot of books then she bought the cliff notes and they're with them and they're heavily she taking notes noted. and all that stuff and stuff what type of books are these Novels? Kurt Vonnegut oh, and really? um trying to think of who all she had a lot of um Isaac Asimov and every Asimov, American wow. play she had a lot of Tennessee Williams and, and stuff like that and and then every American novel that was kind of important the, yeah, your catch twenty two. She's got the, all your of them. Yeah, while you march, beloved. And yeah. so it was just like I kind of didn't expect that when I went in, and we opened up, and it was in the room, and it's like, oh, and I'm like, oh my god. So she's like, well, I just don't want to. I don't have anywhere for them now because she moved into a condo, uh-huh. and she's like, I'm like, I will take them. Thank you, thank, thank you, you very much. Now, have you uh, have you taught any of your Green Lantern statues to read? They, I believe, do that when I have my back turned, and I like only to when you have your back. Yeah. Turned. Yeah. No, That's, I do have though. The, I was speaking to Green Lantern real quick. The uh, Starro the Conqueror is in the new Suicide Squad, and I have a giant uh, Starro the Conqueror. Did you make uh, that character up? Just now? I did not. He's a giant starfish. He's a he's a giant yeah. starfish. Is he a bad guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. He 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 spews out little pieces of himself that are starfish that get on your face and then uh, control you. So uh, kind of like marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask one more thing before we get back into uh-huh. the topic. Is that his Tennessee state flag? Tennessee state flag. How about that? Jeremy McFarland sent me that. No kidding. Uh, one of our one of our listeners, he sent me that. This is Tennessee. And now you are a I'm a Tennessovian. I'm a Tennessovian. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, we call it. We are Tennessovians. It is. Uh, you think it's humid here? Whew. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it gets uh, it gets hot. We're and on, they have hills and stuff. They do. Yeah. Who would have known? I never seen one of those before. No, it's it's not all. It's I did grow up in a town called Pleasant Plains. Yes, and uh, not false advertising. No, it's rather no. pleasant. Nope. You can look right across it. Yeah. So, speaking of you know the whole shoe thing, what's your go-to shoe? That's an important distinction. We'll find out in this story. What's your like your everyday go-to shoe? So I call them tennis shoes. Yep. Now, I grew up in central Illinois, as did you, in Pleasant Plains. Mm-hmm. I call them tennis shoes. A lot of people call them sneakers. Tennis shoes, sneakers, or um, runners. Runners, shoes. I've heard that. I'm not sneaking anywhere. Uh, and uh, Sneakers, so, weird uh, uh, late 80s, early 90s, 90s movie, movie Dan with Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Robert Redford. Robert Redford, yeah. Yep. No, I, I wear tennis shoes mainly. 
like all the time. That's yep. my jam. And then uh, I have dress shoes for of course, yeah, for the nice occasions, like uh, <clears throat> when they unveil a new starfish in the uh, <laughs> Green Lantern universe. <laughs> That's uh, Star of the Conqueror. Thank oh, you very excuse much. me. Sorry. Yeah, I, you know, I've got my, I've got a couple pair of tennis shoes, and then I have my, you wear sandals my dress a lot, shoes. Right? My, if I'm just running around and wearing sandals or yeah. around the house, then I have my boat shoes for when we go to yachting. Um, well, we go to a lot of resorts and all inclusive, and you oh, can't, yep. you have to have closed-toed shoes, yep. but you can still wear shorts to go to, like dinners and stuff. Mm-hmm. Throw on those boat shoes, and when we go boating, I just had to wear them. We just went boating a couple weeks ago. Got to have boat do shoes. Get, do you get uh, seasick at all? No. No way, I sure do. I've gotten seasick once in my life. We were on a whale watching tour and it was freezing. Ooh. And I went under, down into like the, you know, the underside into the boat. Uh-huh. And the guy next to me just pukes all over the place. <laughs> and it turned my stomach. And then like I got like motion sickness because I'm like in the back, like, you know. Oh, God. And uh, that was the only time. So since then, we went and bought like Dramamine, and I've never used it. Never used well, and, uh, probably because you're not around people vomiting right. everywhere. It was funny though. I was so worried that I was going to start getting seasick, and now I think I'm just uh, you Did know you have vomiting. Your boat shoes on then? Uh, thankfully, no. Yeah, you don't want to puke on those. Mm, no, and that was in Pleasant Plains, I imagine. A lot yeah, of whales well, around there. Lots of mostly blue whales <laughs> in the the south shores of the of the plains. Um, well, depending on the time of year. <laughs> okay, so I think you're saying you, you got some tennis shoes, you wear some sandals. Yeah, that's me. And then, yeah. This whole thing, we're going to find out, it evolves kind of around shoes, but it, it's got to be weird. You know, you're looking out, you're walking onto a beach somewhere, and it's like, is that a fish? Maybe some trash? It's just a fucking human foot in a running shoe or a tennis shoe or a sneaker or whatever the hell you want to call it. Let me just back up for a second. An actual foot that has been severed at the ankle. Yeah, it's ish. been, it's, yeah, you don't just, you're, you're, you're there doing your morning walk. Yeah. Clearing your head. Yeah. Trying to get over last night's kerfuffle. Ker- kerfuffle? Kerfuffle? Is it ker yeah. or ka? I think it's ker. And then we'll go to the tapes. Okay. Uh, it, it sounds like this one-off terrible accident or, or, or just this huge... I mean, what are the chances of finding it? But it sure as hell isn't. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. Today, Kevin, at least 21 human feet, at least 21, have washed up on the shores of the Salish Sea. Now, the Salish Sea is... The Pacific Northwest, you're talking to the USA, Canada, that whole water okay, area. Do we call Alaska or is that nope, too, too far nope, north? No, that's too far north. Okay. And, and the other thing about this that I loved is the distinction they always say, at least 21 human feet. Because I love that they need to throw that yeah. into the... or and then, and then with an asterisk, and three duck feet. Well, they have had some fakers that have uh, put like... Uh, animal feet into shoes and really put them, or me oh yeah, yeah yeah so there is some asterisks in this and we'll get into that but the thing i love about this is when they were going into this and it was making the rounds they were like is this some crazy murder for hire scheme uh-huh. maybe human trafficking maybe like mobster shit going on up there right. or and this was something they looked into could a serial killer with a weird like foot fetish be on the loose kind of like this is their calling card they're leaving uh, yeah. it and uh, maybe no one was the wiser or could it be more mundane and there's a scientific answer to all these feet? No, boo. <laughs> Nobody wants the mundane yeah, part. Boo. Well, guess what show you're listening to? Oh, shit. The Wacky Fun Time Hour. There's no science hey. here. <laughs> uh, so we're going to try to answer this this week. We're going to break down what's going on with this and talk okay. about some. So, you know, toes crossed. See what I did there? We're going to get to the bottom of it. 
<laughs> um, Kevin, though, before we go to break, yeah. I got a question for you. Okay. Feet out. What is the worst body part? You're walking by the sea. What's the worst body part to see washed up? I don't want to see a human, human. head. Yeah, yeah, that's where my mind went to. Yeah, I do not want to see a head. I don't want to see any of this, to be clear, but if you're going to say worst. What part do you want to see? Yeah. <laughs> the left elbow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if I saw a human head, I would become very upset. It yeah. just, I think I just quoted Wayne's World. If it's a severed <laughs> head, I'll be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk this whole story, where it began and where we're at in the uh, the saga of the foot fetishes of the Salish Sea. I don't know, whatever we're going to call it. The the foot tide. There we go. Foot tide. That's coming up next on Hysteria 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it It immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) I definitely use it. I I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. (laughs) 
you know, every good story, especially ones that involve feet, they got a beginning. Well, I guess every story's got a beginning. <laughs> Just the feet ones really have a beginning. The, uh, a deep beginning. <laughs> so the, the this is not a... It's not a only modern thing, but this is really ramped up in modern times. Okay. The first discovery in quote-unquote modern times goes back to August 20th of 2007 on Jedediah Island in British Columbia. So that is our neighbors to the north. They are the Canadians. Yeah. It's not new to the area, like I said, but the frequency is one of the first documented findings of a foot was found in that area, washed up in Vancouver in 1887, literally leading to the place of discovery where they found it being called Leg and Boot Square. All right, so I, I got to take some issue with this. Leg and Boot Square, just the most literal thing ever, right? <laughs> what if they walked up and there was uh, just a, a dead mouse in shoebox? <laughs> dead mouse in shoebox square? I hear the sailors are in town and they're headed to <laughs> penis and mouth in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, that is a... Take uh, a left at Lake and Boot Square. You gotta understand, it was yeah. a simpler time. Sim- well, <laughs> And they're Canadian. They are Canadian. <laughs> no. Now, now I'm gonna get emails. I was just kidding. I didn't mean that either. <laughs> then on July 30th of 1914, the Vancouver Sun reported uh, recent arrivals from the Kimsquit... I don't know where that what? is. Yeah. They reported of a human leg encased in a high boot was found on a beach near the mouth of the Salmon River. Previous name for the Dean River near Kimsquit, near the headwater of Dean Channel for those playing along. I put all that in there because I read this in a couple different areas and they brought all that out. So I figured if yeah. you're from that area, that's probably important to you. Right. Like Dean Kane, I think is from there. That's he was. It was his leg. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That one was thought to be remains of a man who had drowned in the river the previous summer. So that one, you know, it was a little bit older and they kind of figured out what was going on. Of recent, though, in British Columbia alone on the BC side, 13 of the 15 feet that they've washed up in that area have been identified. So the the, the feet that are coming in, they can do DNA testing on them and they'll be like, oh, that's Ted. That's oh, it's Ted's foot. Ted, Ted's dead. And uh, that's I, his foot. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought you were going to say they had dental records of the feet, <laughs> and they identified them that way. Uh, that's a different fetish. I think. Oh, I'm sorry. The the two unidentified feet. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about thirteen of the fifteen were identified. They were found in February of 2016, washed up on the shore of Botanical Beach on the west coast of Vancouver Island, uh, adjacent to the Strait of Juan de Fuca. Fuchsia. Fuca? One, but- <laughs> I like Juan de Fuchsia. Juan de Fuchsia. Juan de Fuchsia. Yeah, Juan de Fuchsia. But this leads us to realize that maybe there's not as as crazy a story going on as as it seems at the surface. That was just a bad joke, even by my standards. That probably was a bad joke. As the feet start to show up. I said they're doing DNA tests. They're testing this shit. They're, they're figuring out what's yeah. going on. They realized that they were from people who were mostly missing from known accidents. This isn't like, oh, so-and-so has been missing for months and then their foot was right. found. It would be like, oh, Ted was boating. He got hit by one of the sails, fell off, and then we found a piece of him months later when they knew he had drowned. But it's only in this Vancouver area that this mainly happens. Where this is happening at. Yeah. Um, okay. And that has to do, they think, a lot with, and we'll find out why, N- not with the reasoning of that, but why that happens, just with the tides and the way they work and stuff, and they bring uh-huh. stuff in. The other thing that's kind of crazy, um, 
They've had pairs of feet wash up like both together. Uh, yeah, one belonged to a woman who jumped from a bridge. They knew she committed suicide. Uh, one uh, belonged to a a fisherman, and one was uh, another guy who was depressed, and they believed that he committed suicide. His parents they they requested that his name and all the stories not be released, yeah. but he was missing. But they're like he he went off to kill himself. Uh-huh. After these feet keep washing up, though, the story begun to receive international media attention and i think that's pretty easy to understand why feet keep yeah feet know. keep washing when you first told me about this i was like what the fuck are you talking i know about? you're like let's do a topic and you're like what do you got in mind and i like threw some stuff out and you go feet yeah let's feet do the one. feet one there's no particular reason i said that <laughs> no no <Not> no <laughs> no nothing nothing no reasoning at all why are you uh, twitching sh- <laughs> <laughs> they had headlines out from all from australia South Africa. I mean, they they were being talked about all over the planet, and also this whole morbid curiosity. I think fills into that, and they were talking mm-hmm. about the mystery of originating from our own morbid fascination with shit of this type. That's why this show exists. Yeah. That's why there's murder porn on Investigation Discovery. Twenty four hours like- a day, buddy. There's a lot it's like of that Dateline, but six a time for the the porn <laughs> the the murder porn lovers. Hell. Letterman even made jokes about this shit when Letterman was kind of had his finger on the pulse of all things foot fetish. So, I mean, it just makes sense. It does make sense. Uh, Starting back in 1982, you know, (laughs) right there. Kevin, why are we so fascinated with the the macabre? I I think we're fascinated with it because we're all scared of death. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a way to have a safe distance and focus on and um, study death. for lack of a better term, but be safe about it. It's an it's such an interesting thing. As we're recording now in Chicago, yep. right now is the Oddities and Curiosities Expo at the McCormick Center downtown. Oh, I have a good friend who's going to that. I actually, I mean, it sounds really fun. We, were, we had plans or I'd be there right now. The funny thing about it is $10 to get in, but if you pay $200. Well, that's quite your, a jump. You get your entrance fee uh-huh. and... A class with all the materials to make your own jackalope. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a taxidermy class. You make a jackalope. They give you the bunny, the antlers that are real antlers, everything, and you put it together. I was like, man, that actually would be almost worth the two hundred for the story of I put this. So, together. so a jackalope is one hundred ninety dollars, and then the ten dollars. Yeah, the yeah, that's it's you know, it's a bargain. Yeah, as we say, bargain basement price. What's biz? <laughs> the oddities. The biz? oddities expo. Oh, biz. okay. Ooh, that's a booming business. I'm not making fun of this. I actually really would. I know there's probably a lot of taxidermy in this place, but I actually think that would be a lot of fun. Can I ask you anything else that you know of that would be there besides taxidermy? You may not. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> there's a lot of art, a lot of art, jewelry, stuff like that. Okay. A lot of things with tentacles. <laughs> be it the art or the Ooh. the rings and um that made me shiver what else was there there was these old i saw one guy i had these kits of it, it's put together to look like old vampire hunting kit you know you open it up oh and that's kind of the, fun there's, there's the steak and the, yeah, bible it, yeah stuff like that mm-hmm. the thing about it is a lot of this stuff is kind of higher end like it's art uh-huh. so you're not going to pay real cheap prices for it but i, I think that just the, what I'm saying this all is that goes into the whole the fascination that we have as humans with death and the weird and things like that. Yeah. And uh, it's another thing I've been thinking lately. I need a hobby. 
I don't really have a hobby. Is it have to do with taxidermy? Uh, no, that that one doesn't. But maybe if I can make high end steaks, yeah, uh, to kill vampires, Real that might be something. To, like, I mean, like just lathe turned lathe. steak. <laughs> At my apartment in Tennessee, just get a lathe. Whittling on these ones; these are lathe turns. Well, it is Tennessee. You kind of have to whittle. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whistle while you whittle too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's a niche market. I bet Etsy. Etsy would be your first place. It's just. It's just fascinating to me because I think that's. I would never think to be into that, but I think it's really cool that people have that as something they're passionate about. Uh, I do have in my writer. Yes, I don't call it my will, but I call it my writer for when I die. Uh, that I have to be staked just in case. Just, yeah, well, it's better I mean, for everyone else. It is really better. Hey, listen, I want to thank you for looking out for the rest of us, man. <laughs> yeah. To just let us that that one extra insurance policy. <laughs> I uh, there's still those graves out there that you can go from way back a couple hundred years ago that had like the iron cages over them and that was probably because they were a redhead so they were worried that yeah. they might be a vampire actually it, man literally yeah yeah you know. my uh my mom's a redhead and we're not even worried about her anymore we just know she's a vampire <laughs> well speaking about the, the 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 world of the weird yeah. and the the macabre and Making your own jackalope. People started making their own fake feet. Uh, they were putting uh, cattle bones and dog feet and, and with meat what? and stuff into, into... Did they have skin on it? Well, yeah. Like, they, they go to a butcher and things like that and try to, to fake it and release it to trick people into thinking they were finding feet. And now there are pictures... Talking of it you can see it like whole bones of like the you know the sticking out it, it's interesting now we're talking about a hobby i'd be into animal feet and running shoes that just sounds it screams you uh that also sounds like uh, a band that pitchfork would like <laughs> animal feet and running shoes yeah. <laughs> i saw them open for striper <laughs> i was talking about striper last night <laughs> oh, no yeah well that's uh scary uh remember when we said serial killers being mm-hmm. scary the police took that as a serious possibility, and I think you have to in a situation like this. No doubt. Uh, it was after the fifth foot was found that the um, uh, the press started to take note, and um, CSI Vancouver, where are all the floating feet coming from, was a headline from the Bloomberg <laughs> Business Newswire. Wow. Uh, a lot of these things are like, why aren't they on top of this? Why aren't they figuring it out? Another one, mystery deepens as fifth human foot lands. Well, that's from the Melbourne Melbourne Herald Sun. Melbourne, Australia. Cape Times, South Africa called it five foot riddle. <laughs> why didn't this start at four feet yeah. or six feet? Well, there, what was it with five? Is it like five golden feet? You know, how many times? I can't even, I can't even count how many times I found four feet. Yeah. Fifth one just makes it weird. Did you call did you call the news? No. Of course you didn't call the news. If you're peckish, you take care of it yourself. If not, you leave it for the next guy. Damn straight. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> Here's another one. There's worry and concern that maybe there's a madman on the loose. That's from Fox News. Oh, so, oh Fox News put that one up. Weird huh? things happen in the water, said Dick Hammond, the writer and retired beachcomber uh, from Gibson's British Columbia. But to have this many parts in the small area, it's going to get the imagination working. And I think that's important, too, because it does. People start thinking, what the fuck's really going on? Yeah, I mean, and you referred to it earlier. Is it a killer? Is it the mafia? Is it, you know, and did we were we able to get Mr. Hammond on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Dick, do you want to say anything? He's shy, turns out. So. 
But I'm glad that we brought him in and uh, fed him lunch. So we'll see if we can get him on here. <laughs> Usually you'd expect to find some other parts too. That's a quote from uh, Carleton University biologist George Carmody. C-A-R-M-O-D-Y. I think I'm saying that right. Here's the next quote. You often hear of criminal activity where they cut hands off to prevent identification through fingerprints, but they haven't been showing up. Have they? Question mark. Have questions they? us. That certainly sparks interest in imagination and wondering about just what in the hell is going on when the university biologist is using the H-E double hockey stick word. Yeah. By God, we're getting serious here. Yeah. So what the hell is going on? We're going to tell you probably. We're going to tell you what we think, and then that's probably what's going on. We'll figure that out. That's after the break on Hysteria 51. I warned you. It's time to enter the science. Boo! Uh, yeah. Boo! <laughs> science to the rescue or uh, to the ruining of a good story. And I think that uh, it depends. If you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, you yeah. can take a shit on anything fun and just make it not so much As fun. long as you got that stupid tie on. <laughs> He's a chode. <laughs> you know they used to be jacked and like a wrestler in college? He was Neil deGrasse Tyson? Was yoked. And was really? a collegiate wrestler. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. So that science that, that brings up is uh, the important part that they bring up and why they think they figured this out is decomposition. Decomp is, is known mm-hmm. when you have the human body to separate the foot from the body because the ankle is one of the weak spots. It's a very pliable joint and there's not a lot of stuff, you know, holding it on. Yeah. Then you compound that with being in water. The buoyancy caused by air either trapped inside the shoe or the 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 actual um, body part itself. Then you have small creatures that are feasting and they go for the soft spots first, like where joints go together. Yeah. So they know this because and this is kind of cool or interesting. They do those body farms. Have you ever seen those where they take like human bodies and they put them out in the woods and they let them decompose and they study them? I've not seen this. It's crazy. You can't tour them, but you can go. If you Google it, they'll go. It's universities are working with the FBI and other um, criminal investigation units. And they literally, if you leave your body to sign some of them, you just get put out in the woods. And they literally let it rot. They'll put it in water. You, They'll put it in under a tree. They'll bury it a little bit. They'll bury it under into a shallow grave, and they they test it and see to, to see what the animals are doing. See what the 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 maggots do. What the flies do. What the animals. Now a lot of them are sh- are shielded so the animals can't get to it. Uh-huh. But that shielding only keeps animals out. It doesn't keep insects, and it also doesn't keep the air and stuff like that. So it can still. And they just want to know how the earth is and the, the creatures of the earth so are. So now reacting. they can know that if you if they find a body, they'll know by the larvae how long it's been dead. That or, makes sense. Or what decomp it, it is in. Well, it couldn't have been sitting out this long. It had to have been buried for a while because it would be different than this. What I'm getting at is they do the same thing in water and they do it with uh, pigs and things like that. They uh-huh. put them in these pig it's like feet. a tray of a whole pig carcass, like a, just a kill pig. Put it on this thing. They put it in water and they see how it decomposes. And they do it for science and and it's it's a really and for kicks crazy. It's more of a just a you won't do that. It's I will. Yeah, I told you what I'm going to do with all these dead pigs. 
<laughs> it's 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 crazy how though when you look at this they're talking about this the buoyancy of you know the foot the how easy it breaks off stuff like yeah. that it's like a comedy of errors or at least dumb luck can cause this to happen and according to Simon Fraser University entomologist Gail Anderson, uh, the extremities such as the hands, feet, and head often detach as a body decomposes in the water, although they rarely float. That's the important part. You're not going to find a head usually because the head weighs a lot and it's going to go down. Lots of testing has been done, like we said, through all this decomp, through those body farms. Now, the tie that binds with all of these or almost all, not those old boot ones from the 1800s where they only have like one or two of them. The tie that binds is the sneakers or tennis shoes or whatever you want to call them. So the real culprit that they've found out that these scientists found out is the shoe industry. Dun, dun, dun. Big shoe. Yeah, always. This is a, a quote here. We pretty much think we know what's happening in every case. This is from Coroner Barb McClintock, and that's a, a quote to the National Post. When Moore feeded wash up in 2016, she said, there's none that have any suggestions of homicide. In every case, there's an alternative, very reasonable explanation. She said, when a body uh, from an accident or suicide is out at sea and sinks to the bottom of the ocean, it's quickly set upon by scavengers. Scavengers like crustaceans are lazy feeders. This is kind of what I was saying earlier, and they will feed. Uh, they, they like to tackle the, the softer parts of the body, and the tough, grisly bits you know, are easier to get through than like hard chunks of, of meat. And they come apart easier when you, you start biting through tendons. Foot will detach pretty quickly before any other major decomp even happens. It's set in. the Like the body's barely even falling apart, and the foot will come off. That's just the way it does. Uh-huh. Bodies go down, but the feet become detached, and then enter the sneakers. Over the last few decades, they've been made of this lighter foam material, material, and a lot of them have air pockets in the soles. They become a raft, and you literally have your foot that is detached in a foam air pocket uh-huh. that lifts it to the surface, and it starts floating. And she said it really didn't come up until we had running shoes that floated so well before they just stayed down at the bottom of the ocean. Now they lift up and they come inside. Man, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand fucking times. Phil Knight <laughs> is ruining everything. <laughs> I I can't tell you how many times I've just been out to dinner yeah. or taking a lazy Sunday bath and you in a fever pitched call and just like Phil Knight's running everything. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lisa, he did it again. Well, and then Lisa says from the other room, maybe there's something to this Phil Knight thing. <laughs> Bring me my thinking shoes. <laughs> what do you think? You think it's a, a comedy of errors that is causing this? Or is it really just a serial killer and he's got the uh, the big coroner industry on his side? Yeah. Fucking big shoe, big coroner. I, uh, you said something about the tides and the way the tides work there, that this is why it's always showing up around there. Because I know, like, for example... It's a bowl, so it's easier to come in and wash into a shore okay. than, like, if it was out on the east coast where there's less likely to 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 be washed in uh and you have the big ports and things there and so the way the tides work because of the sea and the waters being colder so they will also um hold the decomp 
longer or it doesn't fall apart as fast. Okay. So that's another thing that, that all ties into this. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb and just say science was right again, probably. Yeah, yeah, uh, well. I was hoping it was a serial killer. I, uh... <laughs> Not really. I was hope. I was really hoping for murder. Uh, I was watching Investigative Discovery. Uh, just feverishly masturbating is normal. <laughs> they had a whole episode of South Park on that where it's like mom and dad are watching murder porn. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, That's I bet where it's the great. murder porn came from. Uh, it's like ID. And he's like, oh yeah, Sheila. Oh, oh they found a, both of them are dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's kind of a uh it almost feels like they put a pin in it you know just like a, uh we're done with this and that's why it started happening i like he just took his shoe off i took my shoe off i'm seeing if it can float yeah if you want to make sure that no one finds your handiwork you pop those air pockets and take the shoes off when you're de- when you're right when before you're depositing i jump your bodies yeah. in the water yeah no i was more talking to the the murderers out there and you took it as a you before i jump yeah <laughs> yeah sorry i don't know if you know about my other show <laughs> Jumping in the water hour with <laughs> with floaty mckevin uh yeah nation that's kind of a a really often requested episode that is kind of has a, a mundane explanation that i didn't know until i really dove into this i was so going back to what we said about the macabre and when you first said it to me i was so fascinated by this idea that feet are washing up on the shore and i was like i didn't of course didn't think well there must be a scientific explanation for this i think a more important thing to talk about in this episode would have been how macabre does not look like it should be pronounced macabre no why is that are there macabre bra you know i i love to talk about the macabre bra you're my candelabra. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just a truth. Well, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think, Nation? How can you tell us? Well, hop on Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. That's our Facebook discussion group. You can talk about all things floating. Floater? We all float down here. I don't know. You can tell us. You can tell us if you really think the science has solved this or if there's something more uh, sinister afoot. Uh-huh. See what I did there? Just, I'm, I'm, I'm this is my last them. show, right? <laughs> or like if we've missed anything on this, I'd love to hear it. Also, while you're on Facebook, look up facebook.com slash hysteria51pod. That is our regular page. Tag Kevin and everything. He loves it. Just at no, he Kevin. At Kevin. Don't. don't. Not even this Kevin. All Kevins. They all just, Kevins in know, the world? Yeah, just put them in there. Kevin Klein. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Well, you know a lot of Kevins. Yeah. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. You can find Up All Nights, Mad Blurry Hysterias, radio dramas. You can hear John rap. That's Excuse true. Me? Yeah, he uh, back. You remember when you used to go to, when you go to like Six Flags and they had a You Could Be a Star. Yeah. You get a, so he did Regulators. Regulators, mount up. Mount up. He did he, that rap? He rapped it. And then... Thank God, I don't know why. I brought that up one time we were talking about it, and I'm like, do you still have that? And he's like, yeah. I go, can we convert it to digital and put it on there? He goes, I don't care. And I almost kissed him. I was like, because that's just, the world needs that. that that's right. Yeah. I I'm always, sad that he's in the plague lands. Do you expect him to not be in the plague lands? Well, it is late summer. <laughs> Does any of this make sense? Absolutely not. <laughs> Voicemail 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773-669-7277. If you forget any of this, you can go to hysteria51.com. Kevin, 
Yo. Tell them where they can find you, what you got going on. All that good jazz. Uh, where they can find... Uh, boy, I don't have much going on. Uh, I still have... Uh, if you want to check out my my show, Sad Times, that Brent uh, helped me produce a number of episodes, I'd like to bring it back one of these days. It's a, a show where we, we have people on. We talk about... Um, you know, all the tough times in life, how we reacted and what the people around us did. And so that we can be a little more open about the struggles that we have. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, just monitoring my Facebook page, hoping not to get added. <laughs> Is it added? Is that at it? At it. Not added, but not at added. Id. At it. That's a hard. That's a that's a, a you know what it needs? right. Then to it say. needs an R like macabre. At yeah, don't add a rose me. Theater. <laughs> you always know a theater major if they spell theater. R-E, R-E. baby. Yeah, R-E oh, all yeah. day. All right, kids. That's what our thoughts on 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 uh, salty foot fetishes, I think, is the best way to put it. With that said, I'm in Brent. I've been Kevin. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meat sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.